up, everybody? Happy Monday morning. How are you? I feel like we haven't checked in in a while. Just trying to get my levels. There we go. Turn the volume down because I'm coming in hot. Uh, welcome to the Eric Anders Lang Show. Has the music faded out yet? How? How is the week going to be? How is the week going to be? I mean, I think this holiday week could be the week. This could be it. You might finally get into that huge fight with your father-in-law that, no, I'm kidding. You probably have a great relationship with your family. Hopefully you play golf with the guy or the girl. Who knows? I don't know anything. I do know that this year I'm going to do my Thanksgiving a little differently. There won't be any golf and there won't be any family. I'm going camping throughout the corners of Arizona, which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited about. Um, I uh, I played golf this weekend, and on Sunday I played Bel Air, which is, I mean, it's probably my favorite course. It's my favorite course in L.A. Fuck it, I just said it. There you go. Deal with it. It's incredible. Not only is it a beautiful track, but Tom Doak just lit that place up the way Charles Bronson would any opponent. I mean, the, the you know, Doak just comes in. And I'm not even a monstrous Doak fan, really. I, I don't, I haven't played a ton of Doak courses that I'm like, yo, this place is sick. We play, played Bally Neal, loved it, found it really, really difficult. I feel like every fairway at Bally Neal is shaped like the top of a sewer pipe where basically everything bounces away from the middle. And every green is shaped like, hmm, a turtle shell. I'm sensing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle connection. Tom Doak, are you are you a fan of Skinner or Leonardo? I can't tell which one. I'm kind of a Leonardo fan, although Skinner, obviously he was the most unique of the crowd, and he had the, um, you know, the robe, as it were. Um, but back to golf, played Bel Air, um, I played R- Rolling Hills on Saturday, which was my first time playing there. And I don't know, you if you follow my Instagram account, my words on the page, I'm writing a book apparently on Instagram. And uh, I don't know, I get into those sappy moments where I just keep writing and I can't stop. It's good that I don't drink because if I drank wine and got online, well, that's a good name for a club. Uh <laughs> wine online i don't know but if i if i drank wine you you guys are lucky i don't drink wine because i would get i would turn into a sappy bitch on 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 all the on all the socials um but but uh anyway bel-air was an incredible time and i didn't look at my phone once can you believe it i didn't take any photos and i didn't really even have that plan like i was like oh you know i'll take a few photos playing with my buddy Miles, um, whom I really like. You're going to hear you're going to hear me reference Miles when we go to commercial in a minute and um, Miles has got a great coffee coffee company. He's also got a great face and uh, he's got a great head of hair and he does a really really great Patrick uh, Bateman impression uh, American Psycho. If you if you google Miles Fisher, you'll see this guy is a fucking character. Miles Miles is listening to the podcast in 1.5 speed. I don't know if y'all get down with the sped up podcast speeds, but do it. Try it. See for yourself. 
Um, Miles, really great guy to play golf with. Really, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, he's he's one of these guys who's kind of, um, you know, would inspire you to become your best self by either a positive uh, reflection or, you know, just some type of supportive, inquisitive nature that a friend should have. And so I'm looking forward to uh, hanging with Miles some more. Shout out, Jeff. Thanks for connecting us. And shout out Bixby Coffee. Get into that ad read, guys. It's 12 bucks. I mean, I'm not going to do the ad read twice, although maybe I will. 12 bucks the first time, 5 bucks the second. I don't know. It's fucking good coffee. I ate it raw. No, I ate it roasted. What if my shirt back on? It's kind of chilly out here. Thanksgiving week is starting, folks. I don't know if you've heard Christmas music all around. Time to watch one of my favorite movies on earth. Love Actually. Uh, great, great times during the round at Bel Air. We talked about uh, Fletch. We talked about Bowfinger. We talked about Spies Like Us. And, uh, you know, just some great Hollywood movies from the 80s. I think it might be time to revisit those this holiday season. But anyway, Bel Air looks great. Tom Doak, as I said, did a great job. To be honest with you, I can't really speak to what he did because I don't know. Uh, I wasn't sort of involved in some archaeological dig with an architect and some photographs and a roller. I was just there experiencing life (coughs) on the golf course. I did not bring Snowball because I'm slightly self-aware that that would have gone down negatively. Uh, because Bel Air, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Bel Air is a pant rule. Uh, you can't wear shorts, which, um, you know, if you like shorts is bad news. Me, I don't like shorts. I, I actually don't like playing golf in shorts because it doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you wear shorts? They're so ugly. I mean, unless you are a leg model, just move away with the OB sticks, Richard Kind. Um, no, I, I, uh, shorts look good sometimes. I don't like shorts with belt and a tucked in shirt. That to me, I just feel like you're literally a walking turd. Um, no offense to those of you who like shorts, a belt and a tucked in shirt. I don't know. To me, it's just like, I don't know. I, I like shorts with an untucked shirt or I don't know. You can't always get what you want. So I wear pants. Usually I focus on the pants. I like to simplify my life. Um, also, I get a lot of sun, so let's just keep it off the legs if it's not a great look. Anyway, that's my two cents in fashion. Uh, geez, tangential rulings. Uh, guys, to be honest with you, I thought we'd been recording for 20 minutes. It's been only seven. And, um, you know, I'm sorry for what's about to happen. But uh, we got we got that. And then, yeah. So anyway, Bel Air was really sentimental for me because... The last time I had played there, I was a guy who was a filmmaker and was getting into golf. I think I think this may have been four years ago, the last time I played. So I had been playing golf for somewhere between two and three years. I didn't have a swing. I My hair was probably short. I was wearing probably baggy thrift store pants that, I, that just kept falling down. I really wish I had a picture of myself from that day. But in general, um, you know, when I played there before, I just had no sense of self. And what was cool was to go back um, this weekend and really see how much it changed in me. 
you know that feeling when you um, go to a private club? If you, if you haven't played a private course yet, um, well, let's see. Uh, it's not that incredible. I mean, it's nice, but a lot of people think of private clubs as the holy grail. Uh, don't worry, you're you're not missing out tremendously on some life experience that is passing you by, like losing your virginity or smoking crack for the first time. What what's happening is is you're just not part of that group, and it's not a big deal. If all you play is public golf, by the way, friend, you are a friend of mine, and you're a friend of any golfer who doesn't have their head inside of their own ass. Um, most most golfers, um, you know. Oh, I don't know about most golfers, but I, I do know that if you haven't played a private course and you're sort of thinking, ah, I wish I had, I want to, I, I, I really, really want to, it's a great experience by all means, but it's not the holy grail. And what's funny is it takes a while to get used to it. It's kind of like a stiff drink because your first time playing at a private club, it's uh, terrifying. No two ways about it. Unless you're already drunk, Bob Mennery, shout out. Uh, you... <laughs> Where's Bob Minery right now? I guarantee he's drunk. Um, and if he's not, he'll tell you who he is because that's, you know, that's how you roll in the showbiz. You just, what's real isn't real. It's all a lie. Um, except for over here. We we kick it real. It's not a lie. Um, anyway, the first experience at a private club is terrifying. It's kind of like, um, you know, I, it's probably like what a dog feels like going to the vet. You're not quite sure why you're there, and you're pretty you're pretty sure that you shouldn't be there. <laughs> uh, go, <laughs> and you're probably sure that you can't afford it, and you're also kind of convinced in another way that no one wants you there, and that you're wasting their time. Um, you know, I remember the first time I played there, I played with an agent at CAA, uh, Steve Smook, Steve Smookie, I don't know his name, or I don't know how you pronounce his name. Great guy. Um, we did not become friends. Uh, unlike some experiences I've had at golf courses, I do make friends. Uh, Steve was an agent at CAA, and we uh, talked a little bit about adventures in golf because it was an idea at that point. And I'm pretty sure it was this time of year. And I said, uh, he was not, he's a nice enough guy, you know, and he ended up introducing me to Tom Young, my current agent at CAA and Steve goes on the third hole I said so Steve I wanted to I'm so nervous at the time I was like a baby and I'm already nervous because I don't even know where to park my car I don't know where the clubs go there's this massive bridge I don't know where the first tee is it was early in the morning on a weekday and you know members be members they want to play fast so I was like oh out of breath on the first like tee box even and uh and Smook goes, uh, we're walking, no, we're on the third hole, right where they shot Tarzan, apparently. He's telling me this whole story. And I go, I go, Steve, look, I wanted to talk to you about um, this situation I'm having. You know, the PGA Tour called me and they want me to host a show. And he's like across the fairway and he goes, I can't help you. I can't, I'm too busy. I can't. <laughs> I can't. And I was like, huh, well, that didn't go very well. Because I was kind of thinking, I think Steve represents uh, George Lopez and a few others. And I was thinking Steve would be, I didn't know if he'd be my agent, but I don't know. I just thought, I thought he knew more than I did, which was damn sure. And it was true. And, um, and he goes, I can't help you. I'm too busy. I'm not, I said, I'm not going to help you. And I was like, okay, um, do you have any advice? And he was like, I don't know, just get a lawyer. 
something like that. And I was like, okay. And like, I mean, my contract for season one was so low. It has so little money that I think I actually got paid in Hot Pockets. I'm pretty sure that I didn't actually get paid in U.S. currency. And um, I'm from the lawyers I know, don't uh, they don't accept Hot Pockets as currency. Um, you know, so I was uh, not really helped by that advice. Anyway, some time went by, and um, we played golf. Anyway, we, we played golf, whatever. And I mean, Bel Air is one of these tracks where... Uh, it's a really interesting experience. You wind your way through multiple canyons. Um, and, you know, each canyon is divided by a long tunnel. So you've got, you play one, one is a short par five, two is a medium length par four, three is a long par four, and four is a short par three. And by the way, we played uh, right, right. I, I was really starting to turn over my ball too much, really starting to burn this this draw. Talk to a fade, but a hook won't listen. That's what I was saying. And I'm here on the third hole. I snap hooked my ball into the woods, and I didn't make par. So then on the fourth hole, I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to fix my swing. I'm going to come as far outside as I can. I'm going to really try to get my hands out in front of me and just let the club drop straight down rather than wrapping the thing around my body like a shawl. So I warned everybody. I said, look, I might shank the ball, okay, because I'm going to really try to get this club outside. Of course, I shank it, and I was actually a little proud of myself because I knew I knew what was coming based on the swing change I was trying to make in the during a round. Making a swing change is like the hardest thing on earth. And so anyway, I shank the ball, and then I'm 80 yards out in the in the wood chips. And um, but before I hit my shot, I go over to the little comfort station, and I see these little wrappers. You know, there's these little wrappers uh, in the cooler. And it's probably 9 a.m. and I really want a coffee because I'm a I'm a three coffee a day kind of guy and I'm I'm only on coffee one to be honest with you, so I'm looking for coffee two comfort station not an option. Uh, Miles points out that they do have uh, half liter uh, Pellegrino bottles made out of glass, which I thought was uh, a bit aggressive, but I also supported it, so I went with <laughs> I went with a glass bottle of Pellegrino. And and then in the cooler there was these wrappers, they kind of looked like like clear wrappers that looked like they might have like a moon pie inside. And I look inside and it's a glass door. And Miles goes, "Grab one, peanut butter and jelly." And so I'm like, "Oh, why is there individually wrapped, you know, peanut butter and jellies?" And I open it up and I'm like, "What the hell is this? It looks like a looks like a chicken pot pie or like a dumpling." And I'm like reading the label, and it's like this big long label, and I'm like, "Is that uncrustable? What is this?" And Miles goes, "You never had an uncrustable?" And I was like, "No, I've never had an uncrustable. I've never even heard of an uncrustable." And by the way, I mean this podcast is not brought to you by uncrustables, but it fucking should be because I have nothing but great things to say about these delicious snacks. Okay. Apparently, these things are well-known. I've since researched it. I've asked all my friends about them. They've all had Uncrustables, this delicious peanut butter and jelly snack made by Smuckers, guys. Get into the Uncrustable. I took one bite, and I mean, I'll be damned if it wasn't the sweetest breast implant I've ever stuck my teeth into. It was this little, little firm pouch of goodness, and it was so soft, and I mean just the right amount of preservatives so it wouldn't go bad in an apocalyptic bunker, but also, um, you know, tasted kind of fresh, like maybe someone had actually made it. And so I, I downed uh, 
Let's see. I probably had two bites of the Uncrustable, handed it off to Fidel, my faithful caddy, carrying the lightest bag on earth with my standby garage clubs because, guys, where are my golf clubs? It's been three weeks. I need my clubs. I ordered all my new clubs, and they should be here soon, and I can't wait to share with you the what's in the baggie. So anyway, Fidel's holding my Uncrustable. I try to implore him to have a bite, and I put my half liter of perfectly chilled Pellegrino on the uh, wood chips there. I grab my sand wedge, and I zip a zipper onto this green. And Miles says, that is one of the best shots I've ever seen from there. I've got five feet. I drain the putt, and I make par with a shank. And I mean, honestly, par with a shank is my game. My game is I want to make par and have a shank in the bag. You know, I just, I want to have a bad shot and a great shot because my MO in golf is streaky. Streak like nana. So anyway, I get back on, I give the club back to Fidel who couldn't be more proud of his guy. He's a jock on a handsome horse and we're walking up to the green. I mean, we're just blazing saddles. I've got a Pellegrino in my right hand and the Uncrustable in my left. I'm walking up to the green. I'm I'm in for par, basically, and then we're going to walk through this tunnel. And now, if you don't know the story of the tunnels in Bel Air, it's a really, really great story. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to cut to commercial. BRB, folks. You make coffee in the morning? Let me ask you one question about that coffee you make in the morning. Do you know when it was roasted? If you bought it at the grocery store, it's been stale for months. Sad news, I know. You go ahead and shed a tear. If you bought it at the local cafe, you've probably overpaid for it. Here's the deal. Bixby, B-I-X-B-Y, they cut out our favorite guy. No, our least favorite guy. They cut out the middleman. I mean, the truth is if you are the middleman, you're rock solid. But we don't, we, since we're not the middlemen, we actually want to get rid of them. We're the men on the outside or the women. Moving on, that wasn't supposed to take that long. They roast it the day you order it, and they ship it right from the roaster to your doorstep. Save on the price and save on the freshness. You get more freshness. More freshness, half the price. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, I've been roasting the faci- I went to the roasting facility the other day, and my man Miles started this really cool company, and it's a high-quality outfit, that's for sure. Um, also, it's like it's like the vice balls of coffee that Jeff wrote that. That's pretty good. I do like that. Um, better coffee, better price, and always free shipping. That's actually a really cool part of it. You get the free shipping. Um, so there you go. Check out BixbyCoffee.com. That's B-I-X-B-Y.com. It's going to get delivered to your door. And, uh, you know, once you get the coffee, you'll be awake for it the next time it gets delivered because it's a subscription thing. You know, you get it regularly. You don't have to go to the store for it. So anyway, check it out, BixbyCoffee.com. All right, everybody, Precision Pro. Here's the thing about Precision Pro. They got started with a simple question. Quote, why can't anyone make a quality rangefinder at a reasonable price? I also have this question. That was four years ago, and now Precision Pro Golf makes the NX7 series rangefinder that's been named the best value rangefinder in 2018. That's a big thing. I don't by mygolfspy.com said that. My golf spy. Anyway, their rangefinders contain all the bells and whistles that golfers love without the bloated price that other companies charge. Because to be honest, nobody likes bloating, especially when it comes in your price tag. The NX7 Pro Slope Rangefinder is the number one selling rangefinder on Amazon.com right now. Is that true? Is it the number one? No one's in my house. Colt, Snowball, and Max are all in my house. Is it the number one? 
Check. Is Precision Pro really the number one selling rangefinder? I don't want to purport false claims. Colt's checking. Anyway, that's on sale for $218, and that's $30 off its normal price. Can you believe that? It offers slope-adjusted yardages, pulse vibration technology, which, as a human being, I love. I love pulse vibrations, good or bad. Uh, Two-year warranty. Dang, that's two years, man. That's a long time. That's longer than I've ever had a rangefinder. My last one was stolen, so if you have my rangefinder right now, it says Eric Lang on it. You're an asshole. Also, it comes with industry-leading precision care package that includes a free lifetime battery replacement service. A lot of script. I'm almost done, guys. Hang on. Any news, Colt? Still no news. We're waiting. For golfers, confidence is a wonderful thing. Doubt is not. Precision Pro understands that, and it's why the rangefinder is the perfect combo of performance and price. I love combos like that. Oh, my God. NX7 Rangefinder is, well, look at all these reviews. Does what I wanted. Love it. Just what I was looking for. Price was right. From Lowell H. Danny B says, I like it. <laughs> We're reading real reviews. Five stars. 781 reviews. Dude, here's the deal. They sent it to me, but I haven't had a chance to play with it yet. We're going to see. We're going to see. Right now, the NX7 Pro is on sale for $30 off at PrecisionProGolf.com. Two-year warranty, 90-day money-back guarantee, lifetime battery replacement service. Lifetime battery replacement. Whoa, Cadillac Rangefinder with a VW price. I like it. That guy, I want to hang out with. Major Duffer. Let's get Major Duffer on the pod because I want to see this. But the battery replacement service is crazy. Seriously, lifetime battery replacement service. I'm just learning about this. Swing with confidence. Hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. Guys. Sounds like if you don't buy this, you're the idiot. Um, So anyway, ciao for now. Rain, guys. Let's talk rain. I'm not talking about what the Spanish call lloviendo because that's literally rain on a cloudy day. I'm talking about rain on a sunny day. R-A-E-N, the sunglasses of SoCal, folks. California classic handmade quality eyewear and sunglasses and an accessible price. That means accessible. The word here, functional, means anyone can get at it. 40% off is the sale currently happening for these accessible, already accessible sunglasses. Anyway, um, they're good for golf, and they are a very sophisticated and cultured look, which is actually very true. Um, Rain maintains an undying allegiance to the local culture that inspired its existence. They are SoCal through and through. That means that a lot of SoCal going on in the frames, in the lenses, in the vibes of the people wearing the frames and the lenses. Uh, Rain's brand is steeped in stories and images of the beach, the ocean, surfing, skating, convertibles, and road trips. They've sent me a few pair. I honestly love them. A lot of people ask me about them. I can't remember the names of the frames that I wear, but the truth is they all look good on me. Hopefully that means they'll all look good on you. I think that's what's going to happen. Either way, check them out. Get advantage of the sale. Uh, Rain always brings high-quality handmade frames to you at an accessible price point. I feel like I'm repeating myself, and I probably am. That's Jeff's fault because he wrote this script. Starting November 21st, you can save 40% off on all of Rain's sunglasses. Visit R-A-E-N. Jeff, you spelled the URL wrong, dude. R-A-E-N.com. Is that right? Colt, can you check and see if that's right? R-A-E-N.com. We're doing a... We're doing a we're doing a co-ad here and dive into this incredible 40% discount. The R-A-E-N.com, that is an accurate URL. R-A-E-N.com and save 40% off any. Whoa, dude, 40% off on all of Rain sunglasses? I'm in. I think Colt's going to get some. The sale begins on November 21st and ends on November 26th, so don't miss out on this special discount. Dude, that is a good deal. I feel like I want to email this to everybody I know. 40% off? I'm not bullshitting you guys. 
How much are the glasses right now? They're a hundred bucks, right? Guys, we're going deep on this ad because I'm feeling like I'm actually giving you something here. You're actually getting something. Finally, an ad is actually giving you something. Hang on. Holy shit. Oh, so I like the Remy. That's my favorite pair. Oh, fuck. The Remy is, yeah, okay, there it is. So check it out. Internet. God, I just switched to fiber. Remy is 170. All right, so at 40% off, I have no idea. They're $500. <laughs> God damn, 100 bucks for the Remy's. Guys, go get them. Let me know if you get them because I actually do care. I really do. Also, mom and dad, love you guys. Have a good holiday. Yo, Adidas golf shoes, y'all. I've worn lots of shoes since I started playing golf seven years ago, but I haven't found anything that matches Adidas. It's actually very true. Boost, all capitals, folks, B-O-O-S-D. Boost is the best cushioning in the game, and they test all their shoes so that you get the stability you need for the swing that you want or whatever. Whether it's the Tour 360, which is all around a great shoe, or the Adicross Bounce, that's what I like. Uh, I typically wear, well, I like the Addy Pure, y'all, because they're classy as fuck. And I also like the, uh, I like the Crossknit Boost, y'all. It's an older model, but they look kind of fly. Everyone thinks I'm wearing running shoes on the course, but no, I've got stability and I've got little nubs to keep me in check when I over-rotate with the big stick. Um, everything that they make is so versatile and comfortable, but most importantly, they're all built to perform on the course. Visit adidas.com and click on the golf section or visit your local retailer. <laughs> Maybe just go online, y'all. Who wants to go to a local retailer? Let's face it. To find the pair that's right for you. You can also follow Adidas Golf on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for all the latest news and releases. Check it out. All right, let's get into some reads, everybody. Podcast ad read, Sun Skincare, Eric Anders Lang Show. Well, thank you, Jeff and Andrew, for setting that up so perfectly. Ad one. As you guys know, I spend a lot of time outside. That's true. From all my time outside, I've learned that the only negative can be the damage that the sun causes to your skin. Very true. Sizzles like bacon, even if you're vegan. That's why I use Sun. S-O-N-N-E. Sun was started by two guys, golfers, who were sick of making the choice between drugstore men's care products and expensive boutique fluff. Because, I mean, I'm not really into boutique fluff. Are you guys? What's going on? Uh, Are you into into boutique fluff? Not one bit. No. <laughs> Colt's super Not into the boutique fluff. Uh, check it out, yo. It is a doctor-developed skin for, for skincare for men that is delivered straight to your door. I mean, I never leave the house, so that works really well for me. When I'm traveling around the course, sun is the only product I trust to protect this beautiful skin from the sun. I mean, the truth is, it's actually not that beautiful. I have a couple. I've got, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I get, once I get, you get pimples on your back, guys? I got, I got some fucking pimples on my back. I wish Suncare could fix that. But luckily, so I, my back doesn't get a lot of sun because I'm a golfer. Golf tans, anyone? How about that left hand just looking like an ice cube out there? You know? I like that. Uh, sun is the only product I trust for this people since the sun. Sun damage is the number one numero uno. Eine in German. Eine, no, itchy in, in Japanese. What's, what's one in, in German? Eins. Eins. The Eins cause of aging skin, and you will not find anything that defends UV rays better than sun's SPF. Enriched with nutrients like red algae. Whoa, that sounds like it tastes bad. Vitamin C and vitamin E. 
sun is made here in the USA and like I've already said is formulated to prevent sun damage and meant to reduce signs of past damage like wrinkles and redness. No gimmicks, no guesswork, no trip to the store necessary. Delivered right to your door. All right, so check it out. Go to www.suncare.com slash Eric. S-O-N-N-E-C-A-R-E dot com slash E-R-I-K. Use the code Eric at checkout and try Suncare for 15 bucks off. Do it, y'all. It actually smells pretty good, too. You know, it's all about the fragrance for me. It's got to be smell delicious. Someone should make, you know, I should talk to the Suncare guys. I think they should make Suncare, that, like a skincare product that smells like chocolate. Or bacon. Or bacon. Edible, edible Suncare. Edible? Like, what do you mean edible? Like, literally, you can eat it? You won't get a, your tongue won't get burned then when you eat that hot soup, you know, on a cold day. <laughs> hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. How were those commercials? Did you get any of the dynamic ad ingestions? Sometimes I heard you don't always get them. And so I'd send you to commercial and you don't even get one. So you know what? I say, let the chips fall where they may. Anyway, back to the tunnel at Bel Air. Guys, this tunnel is small. And you know why? Well, I don't actually know why it's small. But I do know the interesting fact about the tunnel is that it was the original size maker of the golf cart first i don't know the story should i google it no i'm not going to but basically there was a company that made golf carts and i think it was in palm springs and they said you know what let's make them the exact same size of the tunnels at bel air so that they can fit through there and they did and now that's the size of the golf cart so there you go really cool story i know anyway uh, let's see. I don't know where else to go with the story. Played Bel Air. It was incredible. The Uncrustable got got crusted and dusted inside my gestals, my stomach, my ingestibles, my <laughs> my stomach. I did start hitting the ball better. Uh, I finally got that club to come from a little more from the outside. Hit some good shots, hit some bad shots. I had a mulligan birdie on uh, number 11, I'm going to say. And um, yeah, I just had a wonderful day. The burger at the turn, the burger at the mid turn on the back nine was delish. Definitely beat uh, In and Out Burger by a long shot. The pickles were quite pickled, and the special sauce was extraordinarily special. Um, we talked about Bazarian, the uh, gentleman who owns the house off of the um, you know the little neck of the woods on the back nine there by the river, and just had a wonderful time. You know. Um, I don't even know where I'll, I mean, you know, I'm going to just take a little side break here. I got a little letter to read. Uh, Colt printed out some letters for me. Let's see. We got them to the Eric Lang show at gmail.com. Uh, this one. Uh, Hi, Eric. I just finished the Alfonso Ribeiro episode and felt like I had to write you on the Tiger topic. I grew up watching Tiger uh, and him and Agassi. Agassi, sorry. I've always loved people who overturned the apple cart. Hell, maybe that's why I like your show so much. That's <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll I'll fucking flip over that apple cart. I think the thing with Tiger wasn't that he wasn't a great golfer; it's that he was greatness, and greatness can't be confined to the golf course. It's so much bigger than that. He was larger than life. That's a good point. I like that, Mike. But like a lot of our judgment and others, it's not really about him. It's about ourselves. Ooh, I think we all feel our flaws. Yeah. We have regrets and shortcomings and things we hate about ourselves. We wish we were greatness. 
And when we see it in others, we're inspired. We feel like maybe, just maybe, we can be better too. We believed it with every barrier Tiger smashed, every record beaten, every Nike ball juggling spot. <laughs> Jesus, can this be real? This is well written, Mike. I respect your, your letter writing skills, my guy. And then it wasn't. And he was just like the rest of us. It was so heartbreaking because his perfection made us forget about our lack of it. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, who am I to judge? Who are any of us to judge? Agassiz wore a wig. Hulk Hogan looked steroids, took steroids. And Tiger, man, it's hard to see empires crumble. And it's totally fair to say that anything off the course is quite literally out of bounds and not up for critique. It's fair to say that we had no right to be mad at Tiger. But I don't think we were mad at him. At least I wasn't, and I'm not. I just think in that moment, we lost some innocence of hope. It's nice to see that hope walk, walking to the green on 18 again. God, you got to love a comeback slash rant. Uh, you know, Mike, I really appreciate that. Um, that's actually really accurate. You know, the idea that, uh, the idea that um, you know, we, we, it's, it's us judging him. I mean, I mean, what's funny, that's actually a really funny point. You know, um, when you look at Tiger, it's like, it's like um, there are as many versions of Tiger as there are Tiger fans. So for us to say that we even agree on who Tiger is, is ridiculous. So for someone to say they like Tiger and for someone to say they don't like Tiger, well, first you need to identify whether or not they're talking about the same thing. Because um, someone might be talking about the Tiger that beat someone else. Someone might be talking about the Tiger that, you know, uh, won on a certain day. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's stupid. Tiger's a fucking amazing golfer and un certifiably the best of all time, in my opinion. That's what I have to say. Um, anyway, that's a cool letter. Thanks, Mike. I, I really appreciate it. I'm not intelligent enough to really expand upon that. You did a great job. Um, okay, this letter, the title of this letter is Little Fun Story. Little Fun Story. <clears throat> uh, hi, Eric. I'm Jorge from Spain, and I have a story. I think you might find it funny. My mic is sliding. My mic is sliding into its own DMs. Hang on, let me just, hang on. Yeah, so, oh, there we go. That's hot stuff. Hot stuff, folks. Um, hang on. Jeez. All right, so the thing is, you got to get the pop filter on the mic or else it pops and your speakers break. I'm not trying to break your speakers, y'all. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay, I'm Jorge from Spain, and I have a story. I think you might find it funny. It begins with you randomly appearing in my YouTube feed one day with uh, in the golf in Mumbai video, and I really liked it, so I watched the whole season one of AIG that afternoon. <laughs> I'm into this, wherever you're going with it, Jorge. Since then, I started following you in every social media, even Spotify. <laughs> that is really funny. I guess I'm on Spotify. Uh, because I hope if I'm on Spotify, do you do you see how many times I listen to the same No Doubt song? I mean, this is like so incredibly embarrassing right now. Um, uh, I, 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 I was Spotify. I, because I relate with you in the way you think about golf. Also, I talked with you through Instagram when you were in Spain earlier this year. Oh, yeah, I was in Frigiliana, and I, uh, I talked with some people in Spain. So the funny story I I so the funny story is that I heard you talking about the vice balls. So last week I decided to buy some to try them out. Uh, then this last weekend I played a tournament in the place I usually play with my father and my brother. It was the first time I used the vice balls, and surprisingly, even for me, I won the tournament. Awesome! Congratulations, Jorge, which happened to be the first tournament I have ever won. Haha! <laughs> I mean, I was just a pitch and putt tournament, but anyway. Uh, so I thought I should tell you that you were kind of a part of that. Huh. 
but I, by the way, I have listened to your podcast where you talk about leaving your golf club, and I really liked it, especially the part when you explain why do we love playing golf. So keep up the good work, and thanks for the ball advice. Solid, Jorge. I'm proud of you. Congrats. And embrace your fucking goddamn vice. All right, last letter. Here we go. And we're back. Uh, Josh, hey, man, uh, I wanted to send an email to you to let you know that I appreciate you. I stumbled on AIG last winter and binged them all. Then a few weeks ago, I found your podcast. I'm a giant podcast fan, and you are by far the best golf podcast out there. Boom! Snowball, did you hear that? Just got one. I need a bell to ring. Hang on. i got to find a bell. Hang on a sec. All right, I got a bell. Is it loud enough? There we go. Uh, let me just read that last sentence again. I am a giant podcast fan, and you are by far the best golf podcast out there. Wow. 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 That is so cool, dude. You know how much that means to me, dude, because I try. You know, I really do try. I try to bring energy to it. I try to bring good guests, and I feel bad. Um, yeah. Why do I feel bad? Well, sometimes I know I post some subpar pods, and, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I am sorry about that. If I post a subpar pod, you let me know, and I won't do it again. Um, we actually have a lot in common, I've learned through the show. We are the same age, and I've been playing golf roughly the same amount of time. Uh, so we're probably both as shitty as each other. When I was a kid, <laughs> I said that. When I was a kid, I was heavy into drugs, and they ended up getting me into a lot of trouble. I got caught up in the legal system, and I had to make the choice to go to treatment or prison. I chose the former. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. I got clean, but quickly learned I needed something to feed the addict in me. Hang on. You know what? I just had a fucking moment where I was like, have I read this? Have I read this already? I don't think I have, but maybe maybe I read this on the computer and now I'm reading it on the piece of paper. Here's the thing. If I've read it before, I'm sorry. If I haven't, I don't know. Either way, I've offended somebody, I'm sure. Josh, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't think I've read this, but maybe I read it on the computer. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we, had, uh, so we chose the former. Dang, the former, wait, does that mean, oh, you went to treatment instead of prison. Good choice. I would not go to prison if I were you. Um, <laughs> I, res I really don't want you to go to prison. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. I got clean, but quickly learned I needed something to feed the addict in me. A few years passed, and I got married to an amazing woman, and through her father, I found golf. Golf saved my life. This fucking game is more addictive than damn near any drug I used to do. It's also my form of getting away from the noise of life and being able to use it as a form of meditation. Dude, I love letters like this. They inspire me and they bring me back to the reason that I played golf. You know, for me, golf has changed so much since when I started playing and now. You know, when I started playing, it was really that pastime that like I would go away to. But it's become strangely my business, my job, my place of content creation. And so golf itself is very different. And really what's cool, it's funny to read this now because like like playing this weekend at um, you know, when I played yesterday at Bel Air with Miles and everybody, like it really got back to that moment for me where it was the escape. It was, there was nothing work related happening. And, you know, I mean, that was really exciting. And that's kind of what brought me to the game in the first place. So it's really cool to, uh, you know, to read this. Um, anyway, you worked my way down to a nine handicap, about the same as me. Hopefully someday scratch. I have very few friends who play with, so you jump in a group. It's pretty fun to watch them judge me with the tattoos all over and the thrift shop polo on, you know. But before you know it, we're all good friends for the next four hours. I think that's part of the addiction, being able to hang out with people and seeing good in humanity. That's 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 rad, dude. You're honestly the first person I've ever emailed from anything I've ever watched or listened to because I almost feel like a bit of a kindred spirit. Give it the amazing work and honesty, and you'll always have a fan in me. Respect, man. I really appreciate that. 
Like I said, I've definitely read that message before, maybe on the podcast, maybe just in my bed. Who knows? Either way, enjoy it if you heard it twice. And if you're not enjoying it, well, you know what? There's other things that suck more than that. Um, I mean, it's so cool out there. We're talking about a lot of things over here. You know, um, every day we kind of work on something new in what to do with golf, you know? And I know one of the things that inspires me a lot is, you know, I mean, I, I'm in here all week, like working and we're in LA and, and, and every day we go through wonderful messages like Josh's, like Jorge's and, um, like, uh, who was the first guy? Come on. I got his name. I could probably remember it, but, uh, Mike, you know, and we go and we, and we, and we see this coming day in and day out. Right. And, you know, we put out ads for interns and interns show up and we see them love the game and love the work we do. And Colt came into my life in a random way. Thomas, the guy who edits all the Isle of Man videos, other editors have been flowing in and there was a moment over the course of this weekend where I was watching edits of videos to come, Oakmont, if you will, Vegas with Brody, all these wonderful videos that we're looking at, Pinehurst. And I mean, you know, I'm interfacing with all these wonderful people and all they come from different backgrounds. And I was realizing as each night was interspersed with an episode of Band of Brothers and a bowl of popcorn and some fresh paleo cookies. By the way, I've abandoned the paleo cookies on the pod. I just can't do it. They're, they're, no one likes them. If you if you were down from day one, you know what a paleo cookie is, and that's the, that's the Easter egg. But there's no more, um, you know, they're just, we're going to put them aside. Snowball, stop growling at me. You can't even eat the cookies because there's chocolate in them. He's just growling, I think. I don't know why. He's just, I think, I am growling because I think everything this podcast is about is totally superfluous. You need to have a greater mission in order to succeed in life. Perhaps you would be more suited to becoming a talent agent like Mr. Smook, who you currently were not able to relate to. There he is, literally walking in as I do his voice. What's up, buddy? Nothing is up. You tell me what is up. You are the one with the red button on the record. I'm just doing a podcast, dude. I am dreadfully aware of your podcast ramblings in the other room, and so I was leaving the bedroom to walk into the office to literally tell you to shut up the pie hole. No one cares about Uncrustables. It is the dumbest story on earth. But you're looking at me like you actually enjoyed the story. Well, I would enjoy the story more if you would bring me some of the Uncrustable to taste. But now I am merely a doorstop in your life. Um... Snowball, I actually bought a, uh, I bought a, um, a thing online. I, I bought a thing to make Uncrustables for us. It's called a, uh, it's like a little stamp that allows you to, um, it's the Pampered Chef Cut and Seal, and it basically makes a little hot pocket. I will believe it when I see it, mine, mine owner. <laughs> Okay, that's enough from Snowball. Uh, <laughs> Scotland, guys, when the Scotland videos come out, there's a lot of German accents. I don't know what it is. Hafer and Colt just couldn't drop the German. Uh, they, and they got a little gay. It turned into a gay German accent, so it's, you know, but it's just a thing. It's a character. Probably should be on SNL, but somehow it's wound its way into your golf YouTube feed. Very strange. Um, I have no idea what I was talking about. 
I was talking about work. And so what's cool is, you know, we, we run with this, you know, and, and we're creating a bit of an army as we watch Band of Brothers at night and as we build this golf content army during the day. What's really cool is I look at things like going on a retreat with those people that we work with, right? How awesome is that going to be? You know, when we talk about making this golf camp idea, dude, I want to make that come true big time, you know? I sort of wonder about whether we can afford it or not, whether whether people can afford it. Because, I mean, I know I'm not like trying to spend a lot of money on going on a golf camp, and I don't want to make something only for the rich. So we're going to try to figure something out where we can maybe do some uh, scholarship situations. You know, but we're working on that. We're working on a website. We're working on the merch. We're working on everything. And what's really cool about it all is like it's all hands on deck. You know what I mean? And And, and we just all get involved, and we do all of it. And, you know, I'm just like super thrilled about where all this is headed. You know, um, Evan and I, Evan Roosevelt is, 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 um, quickly, um, you know, developing into, you know, uh, just a reliable friend to have, uh, in, in, in in business with, right. And we're kind of, we're, we're working on developing this creative media agency where we're going to basically, uh, you know, keep making great content for you guys and have other people pay for it. And basically, we all win. Everybody wins. It's I think we talked about this before. It's the snake that eats itself and ultimately loves its dinner. How about that? How about them apples? Totally gross. Um, so anyway, uh, going camping and going to enjoy myself going to just take it easy this week i'll i'll be probably uh posting a, a wee bit here and there um you know but ultimately just going to chill ultimately just going to chill hey do you guys listen to the pod on youtube i've been posting it up there we posted gil hans and today up is alfonso ribero's podcast do you like it do you like listening to the pod on youtube i i, I kind of like it um, it's cool to see it go down and, you know, I mean, it's just up there because I mean, if people want to listen to it or watch it, that's cool too. You know, um, I think that's one of the things, what else should I go into the DMS? Let's go into the DMS. I don't have anything else to talk about. I was going to play another, I was going to just do a quick intro and, um, then I was going to record, then I was just going to throw in another old podcast we have left over, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. Um, oh, hang on a sec. Sorry, I just got a text. All right, sorry about that. I just, it was funny because I was talking about Evan and uh, he just texted me saying that he needed me to do some shit. So I put it on pause and I did it. Um, all right, let's float into the DMs here. Let's see. The oldest DM I have, I have 82 unread messages. I read them out once every week or two. Looks like I have one here from three weeks ago. Whoa, this is a long one. Um, all right. Hi, Eric. My name is Jose, and I'm from Portugal. I'm 17 years old, and I finally have the courage to send you a DM to thank you for what you did to me. Well, I didn't know I did anything to anybody. And what I realized after watching what you did for the game of golf, I started playing when I was four, influenced by my father, who is, in all honesty, a great golfer. Unfortunately, my parents divorced when I was seven, and so did I with the game. My father and I weren't very close, and recently he got... Sorry, there's a fly on the mic. Uh, he got quite sick. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And so I spent more time with him. I started researching more and more about what I could do to connect. After, uh, and after I started watching AIG, I realized you're the greatest advocate of golf I had seen. I reunited with golf because of the way you looked at it and thought it was the perfect way to connect with my father, who is a fine health today, which is great. 
he, uh, I'm not getting credit for making his father healthy again, obviously. Um, it would be nice, but, you know. We have played sometimes, and it made me understand and experience the magical moments in golf you talk about so much. I'm truly grateful, Eric. Sorry for the long message. No problem. That sounds beautiful. I just read this. I'm just doing this to plug the podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's beautiful. I think I'm just going to read one of those. I don't. I don't want to. You know, whatever. But um, I think I'm just going to snip it short, guys. Um, I. I'm just really looking forward to all the cool stuff that's about to happen. We just got a job with the USGA, which means we're going to be making a video about the future of golf and. Um, Looks like we're going to do some travel in December to do that. Um, you know, just coming up with a calendar. I mean, I don't even know. I I don't even know. I'm just tremendously excited about everything. And it just feels great. Like, it just feels like whatever ends up happening, we're on the right path. And that's and that's a good feeling, you know. So that's my check-in. Um, stay tuned. What's the podcast for? Uh, what's the podcast for this week? For Thursday, we banked we banked a lot of pods because um, that's just the best way to do it scheduling wise. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. This Thursday is Robbie ML. He's a great dude. He's a he's a member at Lakeside over here in LA. Actor, really funny guy. Uh, loves golf. Hockey player from Toronto. So uh, look forward to Robbie on Thursday. And um, yeah. All right, y'all. Peace out. Have a great week. And uh, as always. See you in the showers.